Welcome to the She Did It Anyway podcast. I am so excited you're here. This community is all about showing up unapologetically to build the life and business of our dreams, even if we're scared shitless. I'm Marina Middleton. I'm a mom, wife, entrepreneur, personal brand expert, and your no bullshit, unfiltered hype woman who's here to remind you who the F you are. This podcast is all about sharing tangible tools, stories, and a little okay, a lot of tough love to get you out of your own damn way. So you can look back at your story and say, despite all of the obstacles, I did it anyway. Buckle up. It's going to be an amazing ride. Hello, my beautiful human. Welcome back to the She Did It Anyway podcast. I am so excited you're here and even more excited for you to meet our guest, Emma Bates, co-founder and CEO of DM. Emma Bates is the CEO and co-founder of DM, a social search engine inspired by the way women have shared stories for centuries. A lifelong advocate for gender equity and equality, Emma is on a mission to showcase how inclusive internet platforms that recognize real world behavior like DM help close the gender information gap and usher a quote unquote new internet that celebrates and fosters real connection through new innovative technology. By trade, Emma is a marketer and community builder and has held marketing roles at some of the fastest growing consumer brands in NYC and the UK. Most recently, prior to founding DM, Emma led partnerships at the DTC travel brand Away. This episode is such a cool episode. We dive into all things startup, what it is like being a female in tech, and so much more. I hope you enjoy it. Let's start. Hello, my gorgeous human. I am so excited for you to dive into this episode. Emma Bates, welcome to the She Did It Anyway podcast. I am so excited you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be awesome. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we're in a super cool new studio in New York City. And I am like so used to holding the mic so close to me. So I'm like going to always be going to the <laughs> mic. But I'm excited you're here. I want to dive right in. I read your bio and it is just really cool to hear and see how much DM has grown. And I would love to hear kind of who are you? If no one has, like, if they didn't hear the bio, like, what do you want people to know you for? And we'll start from there. Oh, it's such a difficult question. Um, what do I want people to know me for? I'm very passionate about creating connections between people. I've done it for my whole career, whether it be between brands, for partnerships, whether it be building communities around sort of common interest points. I do it in my personal friendships like I'm always like come for dinner do this thing like let's all hang out and like selfishly it means obviously then all your friends can hang out with each other but yeah. it also is so nice seeing people develop their own relationships sort of like apart from you um and so I guess as that correlates to DM I'm really passionate about bringing people to the right information mm. and we think of communities as a shortcut to that information and if we can connect people on common interests around common experiences common taboo questions that they might be coming to dm to seek answers for beyond their private friendship or private group chats rather i'd love for people to i don't know i don't really know if i want them to know me but i want them to know dm for that reason <laughs> i love that did you ever feel like community was you know as important as you now prioritize it being an entrepreneur like has this been I know you said it like you do you like bring people together this has just always been a thing for you and the reason why I ask is I actually don't think I realized the importance of community mm. 
until I left corporate and I was like, oh shit, I have to like find my own community and make my own connections outside of just my friends and family. But I'm just wondering like your journey with entrepreneurship and like, at, was it lonely? Did you feel like you needed to curate your own community to kind of feel supported during that? Um, I, I definitely think I've always valued community mm-hmm. and what it, like the opportunities that it can open for you. I, I guess like uh, by sort of default of existing within like the marketing partnerships community world before founding DM, I had a really great community, especially within the startup world. And that now it's sort of shifted from operators to, I still obviously have lots of operator friends I made then, but to founder networks as some of those people that say I used to work with it away, they've now founded their own companies. Um, I definitely have always just known that like your network is everything and it truly is. Uh, the opportunities that you get just because someone knows you or knows what you're good at or wants to involve you in a project because they're also passionate about what you might be building or wanting to build is invaluable. Like you wouldn't, certainly in venture capital, you wouldn't get anywhere uh, raising money if you don't spend time sort of cultivating that network, which is has its negatives obviously there's a lot of gatekeeping that comes along with that Mm. but the more sort of like diversity that enters through the sort of like I don't know if enters through the word like moves through the world of venture capital and successfully raises money I think the the less gatekeeping there will be yeah which we were just talking about gatekeeping before it's just like share the information I want to know so before we dive into DM specifically did you have any other like startup ideas that maybe you didn't pursue before DM? Like, I want to understand the transition from partnerships, working out a way, to then DM. Like, where, like, (laughs) tell us how we got here. Um, How did we get here? Uh, No, I didn't actually have any other ideas for businesses specifically. I always thought I would be interested in creating something. Mm -hmm. I didn't know whether that thing would be Uh, something sort of I mean I created a blog when I was at university that's how I first learned marketing and I always like enjoyed that and that was a fun creative pursuit but I was never um, I never thought that that would turn into a business which kind of did by quite by accident I guess like the idea and the reason I pursued DM was really just I'm so passionate about the problem that we're solving for and like the idea for it came after I had to take the morning after pill for the first time and having never taken it before ended up in a classic internet spiral of just like what's going to happen what mm-hmm. are the side effects all of this sort of stuff and what I was really looking for was I was searching for validation not just facts like I could read the side effects on the side of the packet if I wanted yeah. I wanted to know people's stories and as I sort of dove more into this world of search and social products and and sort of experiencing them from a different angle having been sort of like an influencer earlier in my in my life uh experiencing them from a literal how do you build this technology perspective Mm. and then sort of teaming up with my co-founder Divya as well um yeah I started to recognize there was this really exciting opportunity and way that we could solve this problem for everyone or more people um just by building a little bit differently so you said when you had submitted you know helping me understand a little bit more of the problem that existed. You talked about the gender information gap, and I'm going to read exactly what you said. You said, DM knows that the internet isn't particularly an inclusive place. When women Google something personal, they're usually not looking for facts, which you just highlighted, right? They're searching for validation. For example, which I did not know this, and I feel like so many people's mind is going to be blown, 
70% of Google searches that start with the words, is it normal, pertain to women's health. I could not agree with this more. Like I have researched, even with like my son, I'll be like, is it normal if my son does this, right? And it's like, my husband doesn't Google that. It's me. Like, I just need to know that everything is okay. And, you know, I'm just like keeping my one job of like keeping this kid alive, you know, but it's so crazy that 70% of that. And then we are bombarded with SEO friendly results that are just facts. Mm -hmm. And so walk me through how DM changes that. And, and yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I think the way that we change that is, first of all, when you search, well, you socially search in DM. So you pose a question to the community. It can be anonymously. It can be under your personal identity. It can be a pseudonym, whatever you want. You write your question based off of the collective insights that the community has shared prior. We generate you a summary that we think is representative of the general stance of the community. Uh, That's all powered by our own AI model that we've built. It's like a data model that's trained on all of the conversations that have ever happened in DM. So you get that initial answer and you're like, okay, cool, I'm not abnormal. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also get some previous conversations if they've happened as search results. You can then post that, all of that to the sort of discover feed for more people to weigh in. The more people weigh in, the better the model gets for everyone and the better the experience gets as it moved forward. So I guess like the way that we change that is it's literally a search engine that gets gets better the more that women talk. Mm. And women, especially who are go-to-market centers on, understand that the quickest way to the right information is often through each other. Mm -hmm. And so if we can start recognizing that in how we store data, how we value conversations, how we really like recognize, I guess like the value of conversation, like historically sort of women talking has always been like a gossipy negative like thing when really it isn't. It's like how we've learned everything in a default male society. It's how we understand our own unique experiences. And so really like everything at DM is built from that recognition that conversations are valuable and conversations being valuable means that they need to be searchable. They need to be indexed in the right way. And the data that is exchanged in those conversations are, is everything. So we need to be providing and building technology rather that provides unique access to it. I think it's really cool that you just, everything is prioritized around conversations because it happens all the time. And even, you know, in our group chats with my girlfriends, um, yeah. I get more value out of that and understanding their experiences and sharing like real life stories, not like, oh, well, this could happen. It's like, no, this happened to me. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's so, so powerful. You talked a little bit about, you know, a male dominant space. And it's interesting because you first business, you went straight into tech. So how is that being a female in tech? And for the woman that is listening that wants to dive in, has an idea, right? Mm -hmm. Like wants to dive in, but is terrified because there's not enough women in tech, right? Like where do they begin and how did you kind of like overcome any of the fears, if any, uh, going into that industry? I honestly, there are so many things in this world that will stop you from achieving your goals, Mm -hmm. caring about whether you're the only woman in the room is unfortunately one of the things that might prevent you. But I just think it's sort of like the least, if you can get over that hurdle, it's like the least of your problems kind Mm. of thing. Like running a company, there's a 
something that goes wrong basically every single day or multiple times a day. And you're like, oh God, not again. Yeah. Uh, but like, we've got this. And, and I guess for me, it's definitely so frustrating. Don't get me wrong. Like the number of dinners I've sat at where I'm like one of three founders that are women who are in technology or building technology it's just like quite demoralizing but you're like you know what this is an opportunity like yep. show show why you're good show why it's valuable that you have a different lived experience and you show up and move through the world differently there's so much value in that unfortunately the venture capital dollars don't necessarily let's say recognize that investing in different types of founders is actually a very innovative thing to do yeah, uh, as in shocking. they are producing <laughs> shocking um they are producing potentially more innovative ideas because yeah. of the fact that those companies don't exist or haven't been recognized in a larger way yeah i don't really know what my point is here apart from to say it's definitely very frustrating but i if i can give any advice it's just like the more you're worried about that, like the less businesses there are going to be that yeah. serve our unique needs and are sort of thought where we're thought of first versus versus last. So just like, I'm like, you just got to like find your allies. They're, they are, they do exist. Mm. I'm not a technical founder. I've, my co-founder is definitely more technical than I am. She has a product background. Find people that will help you. They're, they're out there. Like our first product we had we convinced an engineer to like code it for free like our mvp and so there, there are people out there that will be willing to help you get to that next step just don't be afraid of being like the only person in the room because often that's an advantage point yeah and i love that you said it's the least of yeah. your worries because yeah. <laughs> i think sometimes when we are not even sometimes starting a business is literally a roller coaster like mm -hmm. Every day you're like, this is great. Oh, shit. What's happening? Oh, my God. Wait. You know, and, and a lot of the times that holds us back, that just mm -hmm. it, it freaks us out. And they're like, you know what? We can't figure this out. Or, you know, it's a roadblock. And so I mm -hmm. love that you said it's the least of uh, least of your worries. And so when it comes to the growth for DM and, you know, the big picture and, and your dream, like, where do you see this going? What exciting things do you have coming up? And how do more women get involved with using this and having conversations on DM? Yeah, so our sort of big picture is like, it, this is what the future of search looks like, at least when you're searching for social information or community conversations. We're really excited to be building at the intersection of social products and search product. And we think there's like a really amazing opportunity to build something new that is inclusive at its core and is designed for the people that socially search best, which is like women, non-binary people, people who have had different lived experiences where the information on the internet might not be best serving them. Obviously, the future it could expand way beyond uh, that go-to-market segment of customers. But um, in terms of how people can get involved, it's it's really just like like the product we're sort of freshly rolling out of beta the product is like ready for you to use you if you have a taboo question that you don't want to ask your friendship group or maybe your friends don't have the haven't had that experience so they wouldn't have the answer mm -hmm. like dm is your place go ask that question there's no judgment um people will give you answers based off of their experience you get access to like tens of thousands of, of people that are utilizing this product and it's really cool like our search functionality the fact that we've trained an AI model on the conversations of other women is like, no one's done that. That's so like cool. epic. Um, and it's, it's like really fun. So just <laughs> try just it try. out. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's such a cool concept that <laughs> even just AI in general right now, 
you get even like the response you get back and you're like, what is this? Like, this is not what you know what I mean? It's like it's it's still Google. It's still data that you that are not that is not like validating you or anything like Mm -hmm. that. But just the AI concept is just so cool. And I can't wait to hear more people trying it. We're going to do rapid fire question. You ready? Okay. How do you cope with hardship and setbacks? Which is really funny because I feel like you're just this like no bullshit type of person. I don't know if you have meltdowns daily and like how you deal with that, (laughs) but like, I just can't picture you, even your response. You're like, who cares? You're the only woman in the room. Move on. I just love that attitude so much. I'm like, you know what? Like it sucks, but it's just life. So yeah. The more sp- I guess it's the more time you spend dwelling on things that you can't change in that moment in time, the less time you spend focusing your attention on things that you can have an impact on. Mm. And so I guess like how I deal with hardship or setbacks, I don't know. I feel like after your first few as running a business, they all kind of, you're like, I've got this. Yeah. Like, we were in the SBB crisis a few weeks ago. Like we literally mm. lost all of our money for like four days. Like we, we were like, Oh, well. So what did you do? Well, we had to change bank accounts and like figure out how we got it back. Oh my God. But like, fortunately, the government, obviously the the Fed bailed out um, yeah, deposit yeah. holders at SVB. So it was fine. But yeah, for four days, we were like, cool, no money, just hired a ton of people. Not quite sure if we can make payroll on Wednesday. Um, but you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and so just you just kind of are like, well... It's going to keep, people are going to keep throwing stuff at you yeah. or your product's going to break on your biggest launch day yet or something's going to go wrong and you just, you'll figure out how to fix it. And it's just about trying to remain calm and level headed yeah. and surrounding yourself by the right people who can help you fix it as in your team. Yeah. I don't know. Hardship. I guess it's just like, it's part of life. I love that. <laughs> no, honestly, it is so true. What trait most defines who you are? I'd probably say... Honestly, just like persistence. I'm mm. annoyingly persistent. Love that. Yeah. I love that. What is the best advice that you've ever received? Stop looking at other people, like comparing yourself to other people. Mm. You're never going to execute in the same way. And that seems like quite a cliche piece of advice, but you literally, and they're not gonna, never going to execute like you can execute. You're never going to execute like they are executing. Like you created this thing because of your unique skill set or experience or whatever and just like focus your attention on that any attention you're putting over here or on anyone else is less attention on like making your thing really fucking cool so yeah. i'm not allowed to, don't yeah. know if i'm allowed to swear, yes but, you are yeah okay um but like that that's like the just stop looking in other direction yeah i love that so much what is something that you miss from the startup of entrepreneurship journey that you'll never get back mm. I guess when it's just an idea, you don't really have any responsibilities. Um, You're like, oh, this is a nice thing. And you tell all your friends and your parents and whoever else. And you're like, I'm going to make this thing. And they're like, okay. And now we have a team. And and, (laughs) What is that TikTok of like, I bossed 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 too hard? hard. Yeah, yeah, I girl bossed too hard. Um, No, I I do love all of that. But it is um, sometimes you're like, oh, my God, what have I got myself into? How did I get here? Uh, and then you're like, wait, this is really cool. I also did this thing and I, right. and I executed on it. But yeah, sometimes you're like, I really just wish I was alone. <laughs> yeah. I had Jacqueline Johnson on the podcast and she, we both agreed that it was like that naiveness, yeah. you know, like when you're so naive in the beginning and you're like, this is fun. And then yeah. you're like, what the actual fuck is no, happening right now? Like, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, no, Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline's actually one of our investors and yeah. advisors, and I adore her. And she, I, I, I completely agree. It's it's that sort of moment in time where you're like, nothing can stop me, and then you're like, everything can Every, stop me. Everything can <laughs> stop you. Yeah, everything like your bank failing I, can stop you. <laughs> I can't believe that. Before we wrap up, I actually want to ask one more thing. When you told your friends and family. Mm. about this idea so when you told your friends and family and then when you told people and investors like what was the feedback did people understand it right away Mm, some people did yeah uh people definitely understand it now we've got much better at sort of I guess like also when you have an initial idea the first product certainly a digital product is going to be so different from mm. what is your actual product. Like when I think about our MVP two years ago, it, it's like very similar concept, like right? the concept of accessing communities to talk about more taboo topics is the same. How we've executed on it from like a product vision perspective has got, like our vision has got so much larger as um, we've sort of really understood the opportunity from a search perspective. But most people were like, I need this. Like mm. any woman that you say what we're building to, they're like, oh my God, I, like, I've literally wanted this my whole life kind yeah. of thing. So we know that there's obviously appetite for it. Uh, investors, pitching the idea to investors that have not personally experienced our sort of problem area was a challenge. I think we're getting there now. We can show the data points like that one you read out at the beginning, 70% of is it normal questions. And there's like even more insane ones than than that matched with like here's how we're this is why women are our go-to-market strategy and why it will be successful mm-hmm. you can like figure out the language to pitch to investors that make them sort of demonstrate the value but yeah to start with it was horrible yeah i <laughs> i love the just the evolution of it because again a lot of the times when persistent and determination is like one of the things that people are always telling you to be mm-hmm. and so at times that's like misunderstood for not evolving. And so then you're kind of stuck in the same, with the same product or the same idea because you're like, well, this is what I said it's going to do. I can't change anything else, Mm -hmm. even if it means that you're evolving in the best way possible. And so to hear you say like, it looks differently, even though it it does the things, but you just expanded your vision and it's just bigger is so powerful. And it just gives permission to anybody that's listening to like allow the growth and allow, receive that feedback and then do something about it. And, and, Mm. and like, yeah, dream bigger. I just loved it. Mm. That's awesome. So we end all of our episodes with this fill in the blank. Okay. And so you'll say through fill in the blank. Okay. I did it anyway. Okay, through default male bias. Mm, I did it anyway. I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming. This is so cool. And I can't wait for all of our communities and my community to try DM and just have conversations. I think that it is so simple. Mm-hmm. And the more conversations, the better, the more yeah. that we're helping people. How can people find you now? How can they support you? Anything new coming up? Lots of new things. I believe this is airing the week of our public launch, launching out of beta. So go check out DM. You can find us across basically every social platform at AskDM, D-I-E-M. We have a weekly newsletter, which I write every week and our amazing editor edits. And that's uh, all about like weekly hot takes. So make sure you subscribe to that. It's in all our links in bio. And then my personal accounts are just Emma S.H. Bates. 
I love it. And we'll have all of this in the show notes as well. Thank you again. That was Thank amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please post it on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for sharing it with your community. Don't forget to listen to our shakeup episodes that drop every Monday. These are mini episodes to help you start off the week feeling confident, capable, and the badass that you are. And don't forget, no matter what, she did it anyway. You did it, mom. Thank <laughs> you.